0: Hello there, thank you for tuning in for tonight's special podcast episode, Going Plant-Based for Earth. I'm your host, Salwa al and I've been plant-based for the past 16 months. I'm excited to share my experience with you and guide you in this thought process of to be or not to be plant-based. If you're listening to this podcast, you most likely have some interest in a diet lifestyle change. Maybe you're not quite sure where to start. Or should you become vegan, or vegetarian, or plant-based? Maybe you're here for different reasons, like environmentalism, ethicality, or animal rights. This episode is intended to help you understand our daily food choices and the immense effects that they have on the environment. I'd like to start off by explaining the relationship between Earth and the food we eat. Most of the foods we consume come from Earth in one way or another. Vegetables, fruits, grains are all grown in the soil and brought to life by Earth, as well as cattle and livestock, which also consume grains and weeds from Earth. Farming, crop transportation, livestock, man-made fisheries, and food waste all have an impact on the environment, and a huge one. Up until 2016, more than 50% of California's emissions were coming from cattle operations. This is the most populated state in the US, where you would expect vehicle emissions to be the greatest. Unfortunately, this is the case in many more countries around the world. For example, agriculture and cattle are responsible for 10% of the UK's total pollution. But this can all change, with a single choice you make every day, to be or not to be plant-based. Well, now that you know how harmful raising cattle is, especially in numerous quantities, to sustain the world's meat demand. How about you learn what plant-based really means? Is it just eating plants for the rest of your life? I know I wouldn't want to do that. But being plant-based is more than your food choices. It's about you as a person and the values and appreciation you hold for this land. Plant-based diets, by definition, is a diet that primarily focuses on plant sources, such as vegetables, fruits, grains, and legumes, and more. Unlike vegan or vegetarian diets, plant-based diets do not exclude food groups and have the ability to enjoy all types of food when they need or want to. It is typically raised that the vegan diet is very strict and that you'd be cancelled if you were to have a chicken sandwich one day, but in reality, this is not how plant-based diets are. This diet offers you the ability to make reasonable choices every day on foods you choose to consume and reminds you of why you choose to do so. Many people have different inclinations to pursue a plant-based diet. Some people do it for the animals, some for health, some to lose weight, and some, like in my case, for the environment. No matter what your initial motive is, all these factors become a part of your food lifestyle. Speaking of my own experience, I chose to go plant-based for the environment. I knew it would be hypocritical of me to be an environmental engineer and advocate people to save the environment and then end my day by eating a cheeseburger. Not that anything is wrong with that, but I didn't see myself sustaining a meat-based diet for the rest of my life. Beginning of quarantine in March 2020, I decided to switch to plant-based. I knew I had the option of consuming some meat or animal-based products every once in a while but now I don't even crave them. I always have the option to do so and I'm not restricting myself, but I found content in the plant-based diet. As I progressed in my journey, I learned more about the effects of animal products on our environment and how it may be reversing all the hard work we've been trying to do to save the planet. To make this easier to follow, I'm going to address three main areas of concern water consumption, arable land, and gas emissions, and explain how food choices can aid in the destruction of the environment sometimes. Our food choices play a major role in our water footprint. Can you guess how many gallons of water are needed to grow one pound of fruits? It's around 115 gallons. On the other hand, one pound of beef requires 15 times more water, around 1,900 gallons. This is not, definitely not water that the cow is drinking all day. Water footprint encompasses water used in growing the cattle's food, transportation, and sustaining the cattle's life. According to a UCLA scientist, Dana Huns, when someone converts to a plant-based diet, their water footprint decreases by 50%. Moreover, water pollution caused by Tyson, the US's greatest meat producer, is six times greater than that caused by oil companies can you imagine that? All these facts add up and show how plant-based, di- plant-based diets have, uh, save hundreds of gallons of water per day. Do you remember when the Amazon forest was on fire in late 2019? The world was shocked by the news and the horrific pictures of the current state of the world's number one oxygen generating site. Well, the livestock industry has been doing the same horrific events to the Amazon forest but not much light is shed on it. Since the 1960s, over 80% of the Amazon is deforested due to cattle ranching. This is happening because there isn't enough space to sustain the amount of cattle and animals our world is demanding. These deforested lands are being destroyed by meat production, and sadly, no one is addressing it. With the world's ever-growing population, more space will be needed, but arable land will become extinct. See how food choices do make a difference? Gas emissions are another byproduct of meat-based diets. According to UC David researchers, livestock is responsible for 14.5% of the whole world's greenhouse gas emissions. If you're unfamiliar with it, the most common greenhouse gas produced by livestock is methane, which is passed with the animal's excretions. Greenhouse gases aid in the depletion of the ozone layer that protects Earth and makes global warming a bigger threat to humanity day by day. You might think, aren't cars and fuels worse to the environment? Well, no, because the carbon dioxide produced by vehicle emissions is twenty ta- 28 times less potent than methane produced by cattle. Seems like switching to a Prius from a Mustang is not totally worth it for the environment after all. Finally, after providing you with all this information on the environmental impacts of a meat-based diet, I want you to evaluate your food choices. Think about the foods you choose to consume and nourish your body with, from a health and environmental perspective. The world's population is expected to be 10 billion by 2030. And with that rate of growth, a meat-based diet is not a sustainable option. The biggest takeaway from all the information I provided is for you to make the best choices every day. We have the ability to control the fate of humanity and earth in our hands, so it is up to you to choose. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you find strength and purpose in the choices you make every day.